0: Hi guys and welcome to Season 4, Episode 2 of The Weekly Freestyle uh, with myself, Tom Dean and my co-host Alex Sutton and we've got an absolutely jam-packed episode for you guys today. We were just going through all the stuff that we need to touch on. We've both had really busy weekends, we've got loads and loads of stuff to cover, we've had some great questions, some great audience input and on top of that we've got a really special extra end segment for you guys today. We're going to try something new, we hope you like it and if you do then it uh it'll become a regular a regular occurrence um but yeah we've both had pretty busy weekends haven't
1: we yeah well you've touched on that end section we'll have to see how it goes we're, we'll try something else trying to get um a bit more input on the pod um so yeah it'll be a bit of a laugh but yeah busy weekends i mean you were up very far north back in scotland uh, mm. i was in loughborough dealing with a bit of mud cold weather um but i think i don't think there's anywhere else to start other than the Royal Mile and the Edinburgh huh. International Meet. Well done. It was Thank a, you. a good weekend.
0: Yeah, it was a great weekend. Good weekend in the office. It was the Edinburgh International Meet, which is the staple of the kind of British swimming calendar. I think I think it's even written in that everyone in the national Centre has to do it. So oh, wow it's just part of the schedule where they kind of bring everyone together and and British swimming use it as a chance to meet all the staff and um, kind of get everyone aligned for the world champs this year and then obviously on for Paris next year. But it also, for for swimmers, it's the first proper competition, long course competition of the season that everyone's at. So you get a gauge for how everyone's swimming and you kind of see, oh, okay, they're doing a bit better than expected. They're doing not quite as well as expected. Uh, Obviously, we start taping this week and then we have three taper into the British champs and that's the, obviously the proper decider. But this is like the trials before the trials almost because it's yeah. like everyone's there, but they're not on like peak, peak form. So it was interesting to be fair. I had the 50, the 100 and 200. Took the triple, mate. Triple dub. So, you know, can't complain with that. I was really, really three ways. um Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it was, it was good fun. It was a good laugh and beautiful city, mate. Royal Mile. I'm a big fan of the Royal Mile. Um, did a little loop. I don't know if you guys know Edinburgh, but I went from Grassmarket up to the castle, back down the Royal Mile, over Waverley Station, yeah. uh, and then a bit down Queen Street. I want to say, mm, yeah, that's sort of top is that, is that the main street with the tram? Yeah, 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 which was lovely. So, um, shout out Edinburgh, no, and uh, some them. great infrastructure in the trams as well. Big fan. Big did fan. You get, did you get in the tram? Uh, I did. I did. Yes. Yeah. And... I've never been on the tram. You can also get it all the way to the airport, which is okay. quite reminiscent of when I went to Rotterdam and I flew into Amsterdam, Schiphol. You can get the train and the tram straight from it. And, I mean, we're both big public transport infrastructure fans, yeah, you know. Uh, so, um, yeah, that was huge. Probably the highlight up there, up there. It was you so on the weekend. Tram. No, I'm very glad to hear that. And
1: I'm also very glad to hear that you've, you've kind of worked out what the Royal Mile is off the back of our Edinburgh quiz. I saw that oh. made uh... a... <laughs> the period yes, of story. Course. That had to be um,
0: done. And grass market by the sounds of it. Grass market, yeah. So I, I basically on one of the days I had the 53. Um, and we'll talk about this because we did this, I did the skins in the evening. Had the 53, yeah. and I decided I've got the afternoon off. I'm going to take myself around Edinburgh a little bit. Bit of a culture vulture, see the sights. Yeah. Uh, I'm very glad I did because it is a stunning city and the weather was brilliant as well. Um, so yeah, it was lovely, really, really nice. Yeah let's let's get into your
1: races because I think people will be keen to hear about that um obviously as you say three wins but how are you feeling going into it um i love to talk about the skins um but i guess the is kind of your your main event at the moment mm. um mm. so yeah talk us talk us through that
0: it's, yeah it's nice 200 3 final as yeah. well yeah no 200 3 main event so we're in a hard block of training at the moment we're not tapered we're not rested uh which means racing is going to be tough when, you know you haven't got that freshness like you're not upbeat at starting races you have to work for it a little bit more I'm not shaved down you know this is like in the middle of hard work see what you can get and the two and the three uh, i done. i went 146 three out in australia in a race so i knew i wanted to go 146 i wanted to dip down to 145 i've never done that in season so that would have been cool um the interesting thing is three years ago i went 146 three in australia yeah. two weeks later i came back to edinburgh and i went 146 zero in edinburgh so exactly the same times I did this wow. year, which is crazy. And I remember I was really excited about trials mm. and we got back in on the Tuesday morning and Dave said, Oh, there's this talk about this pandemic and stuff like that and things shutting down so have the rest of the week off. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> I didn't see him again until June of the rest Which is mad, you know, that's, so, a long, that's, that's a long week. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it was cool. 200, 200 was really chuffed with it. Um, somehow I wanted to Jimmy got the silver, which was cool. Um, so it was good, mate. It was really good. Uh, Yeah, and I love, you know, 146 in Edinburgh. Like I said, in one of my interviews, is a great place to be in before I start uh, tapering down for trials. So that was 200 on the first day. Day two was the 53. Blasted the heats. Nothing special in terms of my Mm -hmm. timing. I'm really not a 50 freestyler. I just wanted to make it to the final because that was Skins. And for those of you who don't know, the Skins event is uh, a final of the 50-meter freestyle or any other stroke. And you have eight swimmers, like you do in a normal final, and you all do a normal race. Uh, however, the slowest four then get eliminated, and mm-hmm. you're left with the top four swimmers. You then walk back to the start of the pool, and um, one is it? Is it one minute thirty or three every three minutes? Because there's a couple of races in between, <laughs> aren't there? There's the girls' fifty in between, so it must be every three minutes. Yeah. Then the top four go back to the start of the race, and three minutes after the um, uh, first race that you did, you hear a whistle and that mm. means, sorry. Can I just say about the whistles?
1: They blow them so much. I was on the yeah. live stream and I was by like my speaker and all I could hear was just this, this person's blowing out 10 times on the whistle. Do we need, mm. it's kind of whistle
0: inflation. We don't need 10 whistles. <laughs> so it normally goes four whistles. No, yeah four whistles then one whistle which is down the blocks 18 <laughs> more whistles
1: it's like it's like you're waiting for the 437 from london paddington to arrive.
0: We getting flagged down so <laughs> um it's four whistles and then either and did they announce the event anyway you get on the block after one long whistle right okay. and then but and normally you then hear 10 marks go but in skins they blow the whistle and then it's 10 seconds after the whistle gets blown, you just hear the buzzer. There's no your marks. Yeah. So you kind of have to, it works in reaction. It's just a little bit different, a little bit more interesting. So I heard the whistle go. I kind of gather myself a bit, count in my head, get on the blocks. So when I got yeah, to about yeah. five or, yeah, you know how it is. And then when it got about five or six seconds, I'd kind of get into my take your marks position. And then two, three seconds later, I'd, I'd be off. Um, and then of the final four, the top 2 going to the final can
1: i can i just come here in here and say that i found the 50 final so interesting from a outside's perspective also because it's not your main event yeah and i think you might have said this and i don't know whether you're referring to the final or that first not getting eliminated in that first four but obviously mm-hmm. you're swimming against guys who are going to be better sprinters than you Yeah, um, that it, it would seem so for you just to make sure you get in that next round into the bottom four into yeah. the last four once you're in there because your endurance element will kick in yeah. you kind of yeah. almost start feeling bad for these sprinters
0: because you oh mate such mate i've got a funny i've got a funny story so but if i knew if i got through the top four i was all right you know yeah. I, knew I was going to be okay because i'm a 200 freestyle you so. only
1: just got in that top four you weren't you joined i came fourth. fourth
0: yeah i came oh, joint God. fourth so <laughs> dave was celebrating on the side when i got in the top four because i knew i was going to be fine after that because these guys can't back fifties up with other fifties. Like the guy who won the first, the guy who won the first one went 22.5. Okay. yeah, And I went 22.8. Right. And then on the second one, I went 23.4. He went 30. <laughs> wait, on the second, he went 30 seconds. So he, had a, out the he, had an, he had an eight second drop off. Whereas I only had a 0.6 second drop off, you know, mm. so <laughs> a little bit different, you know, athletes in that respect. So I knew that these sprinters were just going to start dropping like flies, which was brilliant. And <laughs> last 50, it was just me and one other guy. And part of it's like a bit psychological. So like after every 50, I'd like bounce out the pool, like you know, <laughs> wave up to Jimmy and Luca in the crowd. You know, I was I was giving it large and stuff like because it's. <laughs> apparently on the last 50. I was in the final with a guy called Alex from Loughborough. And he walked around the other side of the pool. I walked around one side. And apparently he walked past his coach and he just said, I'm absolutely like dead. Absolutely dead. And I saw him get on the blocks for our last race. And he was like hunched over, like breathing heavy for our last race. Oh, God. And I was like, Oh, you know, he's gonna be hurting. I went 23 again, and he went like 25, I think, or 25 yeah, or 26 it was or something. That final, I mean,
1: I know it's it's not far, but it was still, it was a good race. It was only the sort of the yeah. end bit where you pulled yeah, away. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, well, it was good. And I think that hurt him slightly more than me because I then did my swim down for about half an hour and I got out of swim down. So the recovery bit, as he was getting in, I was like, oh, because I was like, always oh, been for the last half an hour. He'd been throwing up in a bin for half an hour after right. those 50s, you know, because you do produce a lot of lactic acid. Like I, I think I was like 14 millimoles. You know, mm-hmm. after that, which is quite high for me. I think my highest ever is like 16.7 or something. So quite high. Not bad. Um, but yeah, that boy was hurting a little bit. So um yeah. But yeah, no, was, the, I thought it was a cool format. It was cool. And there used to be prize money. You used to win 100 quid if you won the skins. This is my next question. And unfortunately, I didn't walk away with a penny because they scrapped There's the prize money. No so, 20 quid note. No 20 pound note. Oh, we did find that photo. So listen, we will be sharing that, that photo. Here. Um, no, no 20 pound note, unfortunately. So Cost of living crisis i guess isn't it? i thought it would
1: be the opposite i thought if say you're winning 100 before i thought you'd be winning like a k with the inflation oh, with
0: the inflation you would have thought wouldn't you yeah a little well, that way were, no
1: for, it's for gone no the way, other but, way slightly
0: so that's, um that's shocking yeah slightly gutting really um you know that would have paid for for a few days of heating that would bills, have paid but, for the tram yeah all the tram up the other end of the tram. tram yeah exactly or it would have paid for one sandwich in bristol airport because oh, they God. cost a the arm and a leg. You know, and this is my... Run. I, I get getting to Bristol Airport this morning and I was waiting for one of my teammates to come back. She was an hour after me and she was my lift home. I go to get a tiny, tiny little ciabatta, okay? Like tomato, mozzarella and pesto. Pretty Literally, basic stuff. Basic stuff, okay? £7.80. Wow. Yeah, £7.80. And, and and I went and got coffee. I wasn't getting a, a coffee, small, fat, white, £3.80. Little meal deal it. for £10. Oh, mate, yeah, I needed that prize money just to get a glass of tap water at that place. The coffee wasn't even that good. Oh, so, shocking. yeah, I, I know they've got a captive audience and stuff like that, but really,
1: really quite shocking. If you we'll be, be having me. words. Don't, don't go via Bristol for your next um, internal if you or, or international
0: flight. Or pack lunch. Mm. It's the way to go. So just want to put that one out there. Next time. Um, but yeah, I was 50 on day two. A lot of fun. Nice to get the win there. I was 250 at that point. 103 on the last day. Um, <clears throat> felt a bit rough in the morning because of the 50s. I didn't really swim down because we. I booked an Italian restaurant actually with the Guy family. So I had to shoot off and, and make the reservation. <laughs> you don't want to
1: leave Andy waiting, I'll tell so, you So
0: Yeah, exactly. You don't want to leave Andy Guy waiting. Um, so I had to uh, shoot off. Um, oh, I to Luke Guy. He's a big fan of the pods. So that's James hey. Guy's brother. Uh, he said he's enjoying some episodes. So that was really, really great to hear. Um, yeah, had to shoot off. And then 100 free heat, I was feeling a little bit rough, 49-8, I think. Um, and then I wanted to go 40 in the final, 49-1, but took the win by by a decent margin. So, um, yeah, can't complain. Great decent margin. weekend at the office. Uh, yeah, all good, really, mate, all good.
1: Yeah, and I thought the live the live streams were, were good as well. I mean, it, it appeared they had three sessions, and it's helpful when it's a YouTube live stream because we roughly know when you're going to be on. But if you're a little bit late, it doesn't matter. And you can sort of just scroll back and then just go, oh, nice swim, mate.
0: Yeah, great Uh, swim, mate. Full of stuff, yeah. (laughs) That was three days ago, pal.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you come to the party a few days late, but, you know, you get to the party eventually. And talking of the live stream, and a big shout out here, and we love to see it. um, I actually got alerted to this by Ellie, fan of the pod, because... Ellie... Ellie
0: Oh, this is... uh, Oh, Ellie Chalks, this is Jono... Adams, yeah. Adams, girlfriend, yes. Uh, John Georgie. Adams is a yes, yes. <laughs> <Georgie. laughs> Donald Adams is a training partner of mine. And this is his girlfriend Ellie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, brilliant stuff.
1: So Ellie alerted the weekly freestyle page that Alex, um, fan of the pod, actually commented on the live stream saying, I think it was um big win for the weekly freestyle that big Which, win for the weekly
0: freestyle. Um, see, that's what I do it for, mate. Yeah, you know, that's what it's all about. And when you see the fans responding like that, it makes it all worth it, really, doesn't it?
1: And I say that 100% of the comments were related to the weekly freestyle
0: because there was only one comment. See, there we go. I'm not saying we're dominating the British swimming scene at the moment, but it's definitely heading that way. And and, and interestingly, talking about people who are fans of the pod, as I was walking out of the the competition arena on the final night, so last night, um, a swimmer stopped me and said he was a massive fan of the pod, as were the whole Aberdeen team. So a massive shout out to the Aberdeen swim team. Thank you very much for tuning in. And I said to him, I said, look, any content you want us to cover, uh, any questions, suggestions, get them sent in. So we are holding out for some some contacts from the Aberdeen team. Yeah, well, I'll be
1: waiting for that. Uh, I'll be waiting yeah. all night. Um, I'll be straight on the replies. I didn't know that Spotify actually like broadcasted that far north. Didn't think mm. it would make it out of England. But there we go. There you go then. Um, we're and, not saying we're going worldwide, but... No. you know, you know <laughs> Aberdeen, We've gone international. Aberdeen's pretty much there. Um, and speaking of some more pods uh interactional content we actually had a little poll um on your 100 free guessing who'd have the closest time uh we had quite a few quite a few entries that no no money no prize funding there with you know similar to edinburgh international we don't offer prizes anymore and um, so this was this was what was some? Cool of, I, I kind of want to know some of the guesses here yeah oh no we, we've had a raft of guesses um <laughs> Fun, funnily, there were a lot of sub 49s. So, oh, I'll, I knew, I'll, I knew
0: there would be. I was, I'll, smash, I'll smash a few off 48 8. Yeah, uh, should, UK, have been, should have been the time.
2: Pool Boy UK
1: 48 5, mate. What are you doing? You're slacking.
0: Oh, see, I know, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Alex, who gave
1: us a shout uh, on the live stream, he's gone 48 9. Withers has gone 48 7. And he said, You heard it here first, withers. We heard your incorrect guess here first. So, Hugh's <laughs> gone four, 48 like. Point zero four <laughs> <laughs> that would have been lovely I should have been in the 48s uh, I'm sorry I that would have be anyways we need to get to the winner who no fun, the funniest thing is the person who actually got closest was someone who works on this podcast producer Lucy, Lucy putting a big guess of 492 oh wow um but the next closest and the most eligible guess was uh Josh with 4924 so the shout self. out for, to josh for for being so on it uh, if someone came in this is We're kind of how i roll us. uh well this is how i roll ben came in with a 49.1 but this was like two hours off the race so i don't oh, know that old chestnut that old chestnut yeah <laughs> uh, you but, must guess my exact splits as well oh hold on kez went 48.97 oh well that's, done Kers. that's that's probably my math isn't good enough that's That's as good as a win as well there. So yeah, 100 100%. percent And so did Bruno. Bruno went 4897 as well. So Bruno Kempster is there. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Ball swimmer. Big up Bruno. So yeah, you have to give him a slap on the back when you see him. Um (laughs) so yeah, that that was good fun. Um, but yeah, all in all, um, a good week. But I mean, I was struggling on the mud uh for a large proportion Mm. of Saturday afternoon. Um wearing the Berkshire vest and to be honest I'm quite happy the cross country
0: season over um, and my feet is up for basically mm. the rest of the year so this is the this is the national inter-county cross country champs is that correct?
1: Yes it is indeed um, everyone had to qualify um, for the race so in theory we've got top eight uh, in each county um, is there and I was obviously representing the wonderful county of Berkshire you um, got Slightly annoyingly, we had four people who actually finished ahead of me in the trials all drop out. So it meant that I was first in the pen. So I was you second in the pen. Well, I was second, but this is after three people previously had dropped out. Wow. So I basically bumped from fifth to first, which from a selfish point is good because it meant. I could get out right at the front of yeah, the field. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was snapped in a few early pictures, like, inside the top 50. Um, <laughs> but as, as I said last week, I'd, I'd much rather be um, part of a stronger team. Mm.
0: Um,
1: and also, I said this to you uh, after the race, but they say the race is going to be 10K.
0: Yeah. I'm mm. having to
1: run 11.7K. What is this
0: about? That's shocking behaviour. Who, who draws these maps, like, surely? It's,
1: well. The, That's, the, like, basic. The worst like thing it was is um, with these events, they sometimes are so tricky to sort of know. They're not always tricky, but sometimes they don't do the map right. You've got no idea where you're going. Yeah. So, so I end up running this field and I'm thinking like, how many times have I got to run around this bloody field? <laughs> like, surely it's uh, it's coming
0: coming to an end soon. Um, so, and how did the race pan out? Well, you know, if, did, you, if, did you stick with the groups you wanted to? Is it, I feel as though it's a
1: slightly tricky one because with the cross i do quite like getting out a bit harder especially in the bigger races where you the traffic congestion can be a little bit of an issue um so so my my tactic is basically just to get out hard get out of trouble and then just try not to fall back too far and then just try try and jump on someone um, about halfway through the race when you finally think
0: okay this is probably where i'm about uh when you say jump on someone I mean stick with them in the race? Yeah, pretty much. Right. as to opposed to someone. yeah, no, you never yeah. know what happens in cross country. Gets dirty tactics and then.
1: exactly, uh, but yeah, it was, it was a very dirty race. But um it's I find those <clears throat> races so mad and just like a an inner thought uh, thought of the week, if you if you may, if if you will. Um, but I guess perspective in these things is so big because like the guy at the front end, like <laughs> this guy called Mohammed Mohammed, like he'd run for GB mm. as he was coming as he was finishing the last field. I was going in it right so you think oh gosh i got to run around that but for a lot of people just being in that race is like yeah a big thing. thing. um and for me where i am for like and i think a lot of people can um i guess uh relate to this because it it all it comes down to is that i feel as though it's the the hours you put in the week aerobic yeah the time and then yeah. if you can you know top them off with a good bit of training um so i guess you you get out what you put
0: in kind of thing yeah so so um Mohammed Mohammed, the race winner, Southampton. Am I right? Yeah. Saying Southampton, Southampton base? Boy. yeah, racing uh, for brother, a long time, actually. Yeah, yeah, and bro- brother who came fourth. Um, what's what's his background? So that, you know, these high-level cross-country runners, do they come from a track background tradition? It's or? just,
1: I think someone like Mohammed Mohammed, he's unreal on the mud. Um, so specifically, oh, okay. like he is known for being, uh, yeah, just unreal on the mud, like really strong, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, unreal yeah,
1: yeah. On aerobic base. Yeah. So yeah, just I don't know, but I feel as though yeah, there's a lot of mileage, uh, and he's only recently got sort of gone professional as such uh, interesting but... hey,
0: sorry no go on i was gonna say alex yee was there wasn't he triathlete i was uh, actually and... gonna say
1: the same thing
0: yeah so alex yee um won a silver at tokyo olympics yeah, i want to say he did so silver 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 medal at the olympics uh for, for triathlon um so uh, a colleague of mine at that games um incredible athlete you know he's gone on to do some really great things and uh i think chris sutton so uh, alex's dad got a cheeky selfie with him Maybe of course that but, was he um just spectating or was he competing? yeah chris chris was on spectating GT. no sorry i meant alex Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah well
1: he was out on his like 10 hour sunday bike ride so he'd probably cycle yeah. around half the country and stop for yeah. a five minute break fair enough so, yeah they they kind yeah. of rock up um but yeah just just before we move on to our exciting new feature and i can't wait to get this going we've had a couple of questions in um just about going back to Edinburgh. Um, and a few of them sort of relate to, you mentioned it was your first time to look at, like, I, I guess, see other people, see how people in Bath are doing, see how the rest of the country are doing. Um, one question coming in from Josh, who, who actually um, who got pretty pretty close mm. to the timers, mm. were you kind of surprised to see, I guess, what was going on in the rest of the field, the guys you kind of usually swim against
0: in terms of, you know, where, where they're at at this point? It's a tough one. Uh, and I say that for a number of reasons first off being everyone responds to taper differently okay so in British Champs next month people, everyone's gonna be tapered so mm-hmm. you'll see people at their peak performance you know and this is the best they have to offer whereas within in-season racing so what Edinburgh was when you're not tapered some people make massive drops and their time will reduce drastically when they taper some people will only make small drops so while it is a good opportunity to gauge where everyone's at it's not the be-all and end-all because Charles that's that saying that you would expect some people to be maybe slightly quicker than they were uh, on the weekend. Um, You know, uh, there are a few um, performances which I think the people themselves would admit weren't quite up to scratch. And I'm sure there were some exceptionally fast swims as well. So, um, you know, take, for example, um, Adam Peaty, his 100 breaststroke, I think he went 60 point on the 100 breaststroke, which I don't think he was too pleased about. You know, I think he Mm -hmm. wanted a slightly quicker swim. But... Is that to say he won't make a big drop in taper? It's, it's hard to say. But I know for him, in season, he'd normally be a bit quicker than that. Um, uh, y- y- Jimmy's 100 fly, 52-6, I think he was in the final. A good swim. Yes. But he's someone who responds quite well to taper. So, you know, a taper will really, really help him. Um, so, who's to say? So, while it was a mixed bag, you know, it, I think some... <laughs> On the whole, people will have wanted to be quicker than they were, I think. Uh, And I think most people will agree with me when I say that. Um, There are a few swimmers that I think would admit they weren't quite as quick as they want to be. But look, it's a year before the Olympics. We've still got 18 months to go. It's a long time. You know, I think people, as long as they get the head screws back on, head screwed back on, then I think they'll be just fine uh, and hopefully make some big drops at at, at trials. But, you know, it'll be really interesting to do a big, big trials review in April for the pod because that is when there's no hiding, you know, if you're slow at trials, you're slow, like yeah, you no, know, it's just, that's how I hate to break it to you, but you know, you're slow at trials no you're slow, you're, you're just slow mate no, you're slow at trials
1: <laughs> episode
0: 7, season 4 we just list everyone <laughs> as slow at trials no, that's that's a bit mean, no, it's just that, you but know, yeah, you it's... don't really have much what more can you do that's at that where point, it counts, you know? yeah. Um so sure. it, it'll, be, it'll be really interesting, uh, you know and the nature of the sport is uh, there's nowhere to hide, you know, yeah. there's nowhere to hide, That's you know, the times on the board are what you have to your name. And unfortunately you're only you as good as your final swim or your last swim. Yeah. So um, it'll be an interesting one. There'll be an interesting no, one no one. teammates to hide behind. Right. And just a couple of more quick ones before we go on yep. to it.
1: Uh, we've had a, a little note from the sensory sessions uh, say they're loving the podcast. Um, we've kind of touched on this before, but, one key bit of advice um, to parents of young swimmers, like they're mm-hmm. watching you at the weekend, thinking, "Wow, this looks mad." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what's that kind of key bit of advice in terms of supporting your youngsters um,
0: getting involved in the sport? Honestly, mate, I always struggle with this one because I get asked this quite a lot. And swimming so bloody hard, like, and it requires so much time and effort and early mornings that I'm like, like I see William, my younger brother, how hard he trains, and I'm like part me's up, William H, have the morning off, just relax, you know, take it easy, put your feet up tonight, which I don't think is the best approach, but at the same time, you don't want to be one of those parents who's like, force their kids to go swimming. I think the best approach is what my mum always had, which was, if you're willing to, as in, if we are willing, as in us kids are willing to go to the training and put the work in, then the least she can do is get us there in the morning. So it comes from within, you've got to have that drive from within. and, And if you're not enjoying it, you're not gonna be swimming quickly, which means you'll enjoy it even less. And and True. I think a lot of kids get in this vicious cycle when it kind of comes from the pressure comes from the top down. But it's a demanding sport. It's a really, really tough sport. But you know, you get out exactly what you put in. That's the best thing that the sports taught me, you know, similar to what you said earlier about the cross country. So there are so many positives to that. You know, work ethic and discipline that it teaches you. So I'd say ask my mum, you know, <laughs> if I They're can, because the she phone. knows best exactly. <laughs>
1: A happy swimmer is a quick swimmer.
0: And finally,
1: race. question from Luke. Most exciting race you watched? I didn't watch loads
0: of races because just I was your, racing quite a bit.
1: Just your 200 on the rewatch.
0: Just <laughs> uh, Favourite race, most exciting race. I enjoyed the 100 butterfly because um, I've got three bath boys in there. Jimmy, Peters and uh, Ed Mildred, guest of the pod. Boys. Um, and there was also an Austrian boy in there who was shaved and tapered for this meet and he went rapid. My like he absolutely blew out of the water. And went really, I think he's really gone pretty. a bit
1: early there. <laughs> Someone <laughs> yeah. tell him
0: that Charles. Are... Well, no, that's, they, they can qualify oh. at these meets. So that, as long My as bad. they go the time at some point within a certain window, then they can go. So I think he just had to do that, which means, you know, he won't go much quicker this year. Right. So that's the thing. It can be quite, quite deceiving. Um, yeah. That was, that was probably one of the best races to watch. I think. Love that. Now we've done, we've done enough talking. Um,
1: I'm very excited for this. Um, I think maybe the the section is gonna need a little bit of work, but what I yep. thought of calling it, and I might actually edit this in, is we're going for the weekly freestyles weekly
2: your third leg was just phenomenal.
1: ...quiz. How does that sound weekly just to check? Yeah, it's very weekly. Oh, it's weekly. always I'm weekly. Trying to double check and one too sure. Okay. And Ness, we've got our guests, we've got Shelders on. Let's not make, make him wait anymore. He might be there. This would be unreal. This is Shelders has given up his evening to join us. Got, here. He is all good. No, right. how are you?
2: Very good. How are you guys?
1: Really. Oh, good. hello, Thank mate. You. I can't actually see him. How do I, oh, no, I can
0: see. I can see him. Hello, yeah. you. Oh, hello there, mate. Hi, yeah. how are you doing, pal? Yeah. All good. All good. How have you been? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks, pal. Looking very fresh, or booted.
2: I've just come back from reviewing. Actually, it took ages. Wow.
0: Oh. <laughs> well, what what cont- were you? What
1: were you
2: viewing? Uh, it was just a two-bed flat, but they just spoke Italian the whole time so I was like okay don't know any <laughs> just
1: carry on that's tricky um yeah, yeah no thank you thank you so much for getting involved with this you've given up your Monday evening I did say to you you mean I mean you could be in the pub uh you've chosen to spend <laughs> to wait for us so uh thank you so much
2: yeah, a bit, a bit early in the week so <laughs> yeah actually save it till
1: tomorrow <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, I was just kind of in the middle of explaining what this feature is. And hopefully I explained it to you. OK, who knows? It could go horrendously wrong. But we're thinking of making like a, a Team Tom via Team Alex, a weekly thing. And we get people in to like get involved with some questions and, and we'll see how we go.
2: Yeah, no, no, sounds like good. I definitely did. Yeah, explained it quite well, to be fair. So,
1: <laughs> Beautiful stuff. What is going to be your chosen topic for us to quiz on?
2: So we've got, as I'm an estate agent, we've got housing market. I have started off with general knowledge. Love that. But oh. we'll jump, in, jump into it from there.
1: Nervous. It from around. We'll, we'll see how we go. So are we going, is it three questions each?
2: Three questions each, yep. Okay, well. Who?
1: I don't know how we should do this. Should we do one each or go for one? I think maybe we'll go for one person first. And then you've got to try and be able to score, I guess, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. this is going to show my... No lack you, of housing Are you policy. team Tom or team Alex? And you can choose who goes first.
2: I've, to be fair, I've I've done it alphabetically, so we'll start with you. But... Ah, here fair we go, I don't mind that.
1: Very impartial.
2: First question we're just going to do a bit of general knowledge. But what is the capital of Azerbaijan?
1: Come on mate, sure <laughs> you know this. Um, that's quite a hard one to go for there, first
0: shelters. Um, we're going to need an answer, so an yeah. Of course, I know it, yeah. General knowledge? No, I don't know that. Uh oh.
1: You can see why don't why you can steal it then?
0: Because I'd can like steal to it. steal
1: some of yours, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Alright. No, I ain't got a Scooby, mate. I ain't got two. <laughs> <laughs> That's shocking.
2: The answer is Baku, but I only know oh. that
0: from the F1. Oh, <laughs> there was a no Shred race there. Shred race to the EOS there. You know when he raced Popovici? that was in Baku? That was in Baku I should have got Baku. Oh, there. I should have got that as well. Not watching Drive to Survive.
2: No, I literally didn't have that in and I literally just got a message on my mate that said he's got a free Silverstone ticket and I was like, oh, Grand Prix, that's huge. That's huge. That's
1: huge <laughs> have you got any other mates with free Silverstone tickets? I
2: can see how many free tickets he's got, so... <laughs>
1: Let us know. Okay, right, we'll go for the next one. I, I could draw a blanket.
2: Yeah, question two. So, what is the average asking price of a flat? I have given you a 25k buffer each way. Okay. In the UK? So, yeah, in the UK. So, it's London, many- Scotland... How many bedrooms? And Northern Ireland, uh, just just for a flat as a whole. So just from flat. so it's literally okay. from a studio in the middle of Yorkshire. So okay, it's all of them. all of them together. So like basically yeah. every
1: the whole flat yeah. market. Okay, um, every flat. Guess, I want to say two
0: seven five. Ooh, too steep.
2: Oh, you're steep. just slightly off the buffer to move there. Uh, oh, I get to go. It is. <laughs> oh yeah, you can go, oh, that's giving it away. But <laughs> it wasn't bad though. No.
0: So okay, I'm right.
2: gonna have a steal for the other one as well.
0: Two, sixty. It's
2: two four eight. Ooh, so that puts you in the wow. twenty-five. Yeah, that's for a flat.
0: Ooh, you're not. You're not having that steal. That's not that steep yeah. for a flat mine. Everywhere in the yeah, UK, but because
2: it's everything like it's just when you've got like, these mega penthouses and then they talk yeah, to of it from that point.
1: Yeah, for that's shocking. Yeah. Right, can <laughs> I? Can I get a point?
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, this equal choice. But out of these, the UK has the lowest what? Fees, contract length, or asking price. That's when you, when you sell your house, what one of them is the lowest. Well, as in... Yeah, so when you, when you come to sell your house with an estate agent, from I think it's the UK, America, Australia and I think Tel Aviv.
1: So like we're comparing <laughs> those three things to different markets. Yeah, so <laughs> okay. what,
2: what- You,
0: you gotta watch out the... for the Tel Aviv housing market. Yeah, that's shocking.
1: Well, I don't think it would be asking price. I feel as though it would be how much the estate agents are working for or how like flighty we are with, with contracts. Um yeah. I really wanna get a point. <laughs> um of yeah, course so I'll still get one at least. <laughs> I'm gonna go with fees.
2: This is correct. Oh, nice, power, <laughs> very nice. That's
1: one. We got one on the board. Right, let's, on let's board. pass it over. See what we got.
2: Right, so general knowledge. Start off with. I have gone for a rogue country as well here. What is the capital of Iraq?
0: I could get that. I feel like I've notes. Iraq. Baghdad.
2: Yeah, correct. Start off one for one. <laughs> Second one. What is the average asking price of a house in the
0: UK? Oh, see, I was gonna go earlier. House like two forty. So I was gonna go flat lower, but then considering the flats like two four eight, surely house is gonna be up like three three twenty or something. I'm gonna go three twenty. Nice. Oh no, gun. Yeah, outside the buffer. He's
2: just outside the buffer. Yeah.
1: Oh. Wait, God, what? What was the flat again? The flat was basically two fifty. Yeah. Surely it's gotta be like two seven five then. Oh no. Four.
2: 285, 8 so 5 I'll take that. That's, yeah.
1: that's a... Is that a point?
0: That is a point. Did you get a point for the other steal? Yeah, so it's 2-1 okay. right now, isn't it? Wait, so I swear you can't win.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's sad. So no,
2: I've I... Got, I've got another, another general Julie tie, but this yeah. one, so last one. So what qualifications do you need to open an estate agent? So, A, none. B, a standard RICS qualification, or D a real estate license, or C. I don't want to clear the D.
0: <laughs> a B D, Surely. <laughs> um, try that, surely you need. Surely you need C a license. I'm trying to think what Flan's got. <laughs> Mate, he's got all of them. <laughs> he's got every qualification. To open. Yeah, yeah I would have thought because the 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 laws on this are pretty strict. I'm going to go C the full license. That's wrong. Oh, oh wow. No. That yeah. shocking behaviour. Sucks. So if you get this right, mate, it's level. You go to a tie break, you know. Oh really?
2: Okay, wait. Can I have a question again, please? So, what qualifications do you need to open an estate agent? So, A is none. B is a standard RICS qualification. and am uh, tying C. C, which was a real estate license, it's gotta be none. It is none. <laughs> it's gotta be none. Here so I could do.
0: open. I could open a real an estate agent yeah. tomorrow. Goodness me. Yeah. As long as, as, as you've yeah. got an unreal suit on, like shoulders, you're fine. Then you're laughing. So we
1: got an official tight. Yeah. Uh, Tiebreaker general tie knowledge, isn't in the first... this is This is for to go 1-0 up in the series, then.
0: Baghdad really came in handy for me there. It, I should have got back here. Yeah, I should have got back as well, to be fair.
2: It's got quite intense, to be fair. so This is, this is, this really is football, around. but this is, this is going to
0: be name name the player. So oh, the well, club I've lost place. this, haven't I? <laughs> is this football? It's <laughs> a football question. <laughs>
2: Clubs they've played at, so yeah. to Porto, Monaco, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich as a loan. Wow! And then Everton. <laughs> Alright, and now they play Olympiacos.
1: Wow! Uh, that's good luck. Good luck, Mr. Spear. Yeah. Can we? Can we have his nationality?
2: Colombian.
1: Yeah, I've got it. I've got it. Yeah. I don't got it. Yeah, do that's the one <laughs> win for me. That. Any guesses, Tom?
0: Jamez. It's, it's James Rodriguez, isn't it? Yeah, James Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. All I remember, see, I remember watching it, um, at the World Cup a while back. He scored that mad goal. I think that's why it's mine. When he's playing we, for Colombia, we might have to call that a draw then. It's one-one.
2: Yeah, I think that's only fair. To be fair, I'm actually
1: well off oh, for oh.
0: that. The that's only the Colombian thing. player I know. I think you almost. De- <laughs> I think you almost deserve that.
1: Um, but no, Sheldon Thank you very much for coming on, pal. What have you got planned for the rest of the week?
2: Uh, I am gonna actually try and get. Ironically, talking about this, I am actually trying to get back into swimming now because I had yes,
0: of... good stuff.
2: Back in the old 17 meter pool, which is horrible, but carry on. What's that? Which pool's that? My pool was in, in Hammersmith, just like attached to a gym, so it's like 17 meters. It's
0: so hot as well. It's just ridiculous. Oh, mate, doing big sessions in that will be tough. That's be good tough. though, pal. Yeah. Oh, cool. love that, pal. And um, thank, thank you. you
1: very much for coming on. We'll see you in a
0: bit. You know, thanks so much to uh, to him for giving his, his evening up like that. I was class. Like, yeah, thanks. Good you on him. I, I I had, Noah doesn't
1: mind the fact that I just called him Shelders.
0: Yeah, but you um, do that all. The, you do that like before you even know someone.
1: But <laughs> I think a, that's I think that's like a a good sign. If I'm calling you like a nickname, then it's that, endearing,
0: that's, it's that's endearing, mate. That's it's endearing. You're not know cracking as... Sorry. Go on. I was just gonna say, every <laughs> every lad in our group chat has got a nickname. Yeah. Like no one, I I think that's just like a quite a common thing with like lads, I don't know. Like Pez, Bestie, Kez, Sutz, Withers, Dino, Flan. Keza Fezabrezzo, if you want to. Sir Shred. (laughs) Sir Shred, exactly. It has
1: to be done. Yeah, I'm I'm buzzing off that section. I can't wait to, hopefully people enjoyed that. Uh, It was, I felt as though that was tense at the end and I don't know how he pulled out Hammers.
0: Yeah, mate, the only Colombian player I know, to be honest with you. I remember watching him play at the World Cup. Um, uh, I, shouldn't yeah. have said, I shouldn't have said nationality. You, yeah, no, no really. there was nationality. And I do remember he played for Madrid. So. I don't remember when he was playing for Madrid. So, mate, I am got very lucky with that. I'm Baghdad. Yeah, I was, I was buzzing with Baghdad. Good stuff. No, Those are some good uh, questions.
1: Yeah, thank you very much to know. And I think, I think that's everything from us this week. Uh, a lot to catch up on there.
0: Uh, a new feature. So, I mean, what can be better? Exactly, mate. Absolutely. No, thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you to everyone at the Edinburgh Meet who came up and chatted to me about the pod uh, and keep questions and suggestions coming in. And uh, we will see you next week, Wednesday, 6am. Awesome stuff. Thanks, guys.
2: Your third leg was just phenomenal.